I'm. Who the, who the fuck Charlie Sheen is? Mm, yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm not sorry I missed it. So. Oh, I am so sorry everyone missed less. it. It was awesome. Oh, thanks. I could care less. I could. I could care less, but I care just enough to listen to that story and you're then using, discard it. You're using that wrong, sir. You couldn't care less. I could care less. Boom. Okay. Sure. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Scrubland Podcast number 66, I think. We're at 66, baby. Hoo-ah. Mm, yes. Unfortunately, we are no longer ahead of the A-team in episodes. Wow, I cried a little this I week. don't know how um, this happened. <laughs> I mean, I love me some scatty mag, but... He told me he's been ahead of them for a long time. Uh, oh shit! Like pretty much forever. <laughs> so, see, at one point the AT was like, "Oh man, we got to start talking to real people." So they started bringing on like pros and shit to like interview. Mm. Nah, man. Nope, not us. We, we, we won't go, hear any we pros go, here. We go real. We go real. We, we're we getting don't re- even like each other. How are we going to bring someone onto the other? Cast? Exactly. <laughs> we're getting real deep. <laughs> we troll each other so hard on this cast. The pros are just like. Not I don't know interested. if I can listen to this. Yeah. But we're gonna we just have to vicariously live through Matt Scott, who we only tangentially know. Oh. <laughs> who, who sort of top aided a, a thing recently. E- each of us that's, know that's Matt a- Scott, but not like from the same instance. Not like, with each other. Like had no idea each of us knew Matt Scott. <laughs> not a clue. I think I'm just the chubby Asian guy that knows John Davis. I think that's how Matt Scott is. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, cool. We went to an Ariba in... Uh, I don't even know what that means. It, we went to an Ariba. It's a restaurant. Oh, it's a restaurant. In, yeah. Oh. It's like a burrito. I thought cat. that was like some kind of weird, like... No, it's like a burrito. Mexican slang for, like, Arriba, Arriba. <laughs> brothel or something. <laughs> andale, andale. Went to an Ariba. What's that? It's Oh, it's where you go to fuck donkeys. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, obviously. obviously. Yeah, that's an Ariba. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a burrito cafe. Oh, but, okay. So you know. I'm not far off. <laughs> but you shout when you eat donkey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then we swapped stories about John Davis, and, you know, they they were all equally terrible. Ate some derbitos. We, ate some, some, we ate some derbitos, and we, you know... We didn't. We, I, we we watched. Okay. We watched well, from a safe from a safe distance. Safe distance, right? Yeah. And that's that's the way to do it. That, you never I mean, want a to corner be, actually be where part you can, of the donkey show. A corner where you no, can be once, off to it. Once there's the audience participation in the donkey show, it's time to leave. <laughs> that's <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna be the volunteer. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! No. All right, time to leave. Uh, Uninterested. You always learn more about your friends <laughs> when you go to the donkey show together. Yeah, because like Cassie's like me, me. <laughs> Oh, I'll go. This seems interesting. <laughs> when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Here, Casby, hold his balls. <laughs> like this? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. There were, there were visuals involved with that, and I don't... All right. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on to Magic the Gathering card. You can't buck off a bottle of black velvet and not get a sorry. little sauce. Oh, I'm no, so- sir. <laughs> Matt Scott, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had to bring up our trip to Ariba. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, no. Speaking of Matt Scott, he did relevant things. He top-aided uh, GP Baltimore. Yeah, and what a actually, a couple of people had wanted us to talk about some of the uh, the, the newer archetypes that have like spawned from Dark Ascension standard. Well, it's been... The the, the surprising thing to me is it's been out for six weeks, seven weeks now, and we're still seeing decks develop. We're still seeing new stuff. Absolutely. Okay, so... That's really cool. Matt's got top eight at GP Baltimore playing Blue Black Zombies, okay? And 
I texted him or I uh, Facebooked him a couple of days before GP Baltimore. I was like, hey, man, I have no idea what I'm playing. Point me in the right direction. And he shoots me back a little message. He's like, blue black zombies. I'm like, forget you, man. Like, I thought he was joking. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was trolling me. Like, like I was bullshit. Like, forget about it. Should I go by the theme deck at the start of the event? Is that what you want me to do? Can I Can I just cut out the uh, insert and turn Maybe, that in as your deck yeah, list? I'll just, I'll just play blue, black, <laughs> Glossy infects. paper. I'll play blue, black, infect, the, uh, the pre-construct. Except that had 4, 4C in it, I think. I don't think that's legal anymore. That's my dream. That's my dream is to is to literally just cut out the glossy insert and turn that in as my deck list. Just get a <laughs> sharpie and write my name on the back of it. Just be like, here you go. This my de- like what? It's printed. It's, that's my deck list. <laughs> you got it here. Things. So um, what was he playing? So he he played blue black zombies. He played blue black yeah. zombies. Um, it was to an awesome surprising deck. effect. Um, and we'll put up a list on the Facebook. Basically. It's a fairly stock list from what Blue Black Zombies has become. Uh, I know that sounds funny, uh, but it's just a lot of four ofs, good stuff. So it's the blue. Only blue is the Diagraph Captains and um, Phantasmal Images. Uh, is there anything on the board for it? Uh, blue cards. Yeah, blue cards. Uh, no, there are no blue cards. Up oh, there's a Metamorph. If you count that. Uh, not really. So, but um, oddly enough, he he did really well at uh, GP Baltimore, and this past weekend, this guy Richard Parker won the whole event in Grand Prix Lily Lille. Yeah, Lil? Um, Lille. Lille. Nope. Lille. To say I think it. it's Lille. Lille. I tried to call my sister, but I realized that it's really late at night, and just to get a proper no, no, no. You pronunciation. You actually didn't realize that until your sister until, was yeah. like, after you'd woken oh, her up. Yeah. All yep. right. That was get, awesome. uh, quick, quick, mm. quick internet poll. Okay, mm. you call someone. And is like, and are like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh, you woke me up. And you're like, oh, okay, never mind. I'll talk. I'll call you tomorrow. That's yeah. To that's, me, that seems shittier no. than to just be like, oh, Actually, can you just, just worse. answer this quick question that I had? For no, you? it was being because respectful. I already woke you up. Look, I know I already woke you up. It's being respectful. I'm just like, go back to sleep. It's fine. No, because hopefully, hopefully, if you get it over with quick enough, they just don't remember. They just <laughs> think it was some kind of dream, and they go back to sleep. See, that was my that's my angle. Worst was get off the me. was get off the, the phone as quickly. I was just sleeping, and then my little brother called me. Get off the phone as quickly as possible. Get off the phone as quickly as possible, and hopefully they just forget. That was my strand. That was my plan. What kind of shitty dreams do you think your sister has? It's the kind of shit that actually, (laughs) the next day you're just like, man, I was having the best sleep of my life, and then this motherfucker called me, and then didn't even tell me what he called about. Nah, man. No. It's fine. Nah, brother. That's, look... Fucked up things happen in dreams, okay? (laughs) All right, Like, if... Look, okay. She's gonna call me tomorrow... And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be like, oh, well, are you sure it wasn't a dream? Are you sure that you weren't like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna convince are her. Are you sure that you're yeah. not stupid? Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, I don't know why you're calling me. I don't know any. I don't know what you're talking about. Hopefully, she doesn't like check her phone records or anything. Right, right. Like, right. We're just gonna hope that there's no fact checking involved. No, she'll believe you. Is you're, it, you're look, her brother. You've heard of a thinly veiled lie. That's what this is. <laughs> All right, moving right. on. Moving on. So what lessons can we learn from Mascot's list? Um, well, Matt Scott and Richard Parker both did very well with their lists. Um, uh, we're what like, we're, we're finding is that it's the new Red Deck wins. It's the new Aggro deck. It's the new go-to now, Aggro When deck. people described it as uh, Red Deck wins. Oh, oh yeah. DCL is showing me this picture of high, Skurs deck High Priest. 
Which was in Matt Scott's list, and yeah. he, after the event, was like, oh, yeah, it was the worst card in my deck. Yeah. So. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's also, Owen Turtonwald also posted an article that was like, I'm really glad that Scourge Deck High Priest is getting play, because it was something we tested a lot at the Beach House for Pro Tour Dark Extension, but uh, wasn't really excited That being about. said, none of us actually played yeah, it. Yeah, none of us actually, like, <laughs> wasn't super excited about it, so boom. It's but, like, I'll make this 5-5, five five and they're like, cool, I'll vapor snag it. Ooh. Like cool, I'll, I'll make another five five. Like cool, I'll snapcaster vapor snag it. Boom! Like oh cool. In the world of Delvers, guess how good five five flying tokens are? Right. About as good as the. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, like they still get half right. a vapor snag that they waste. Basically, on it. anytime anyone's gonna fall back on a Delver list, then th- that is not gonna be. Well, a, they still a get ratchet bombed with the rest of them too. Yeah, true. Like for the fact that at the pro, at Pro Tour Dark Ascension, uh, everyone was like. We're really afraid of of black red tokens becoming a thing. We're just gonna pack all these fucking ratchet bombs for every black man. red tokens or black white. Sorry, I meant, <laughs> I meant to say black white. Black red tokens. I, I like, apologize. <laughs> no, I had black red zombies on the brain. That That's being said, I, I still I still think that high priest is a co- like. I like high priest. It's still a, it's still a card. It's just it wasn't as aggressive as the rest of the deck. I think that guy's more of like a mid range deck card. Sure. Um, and you just in the two drops like. He just wasn't aggressive enough. Okay. But um, apparently Phantasmal Image is like the bee's knees in that deck. Because you're just like, you make a bunch of undying stuff. And you're right. Like, Go to town. Boom. So you Phantom Image an undying creature. You Phantom Image a Lord or a Groff's Messenger. And it's just... Awesome. I, but like, when, saw... when the image dies, it gets undying, it comes back, and you can copy a new thing. Right. Okay. Well, what I... Uh, one of them interesting board states I saw in Baltimore when I went to go watch someone's match was uh, someone had fandom imaged a grave crawler and just wasn't using it for anything not to attack not to put I mean you can't put it on more plot but just wasn't it was just sitting there untapped the entire game the, but the thing was uh, the guy was just playing grave crawlers and like other things that needed to be dealt with and his opponent didn't have a wrath effect forever so he was just literally just jamming these grave crawlers on the board because they needed to be dealt with and and the phantasmal image just sat there and was like, "This is why these grave crawlers are coming back. You can't deal with all of us at the same time, and the spot removal is a problem. So keep taking it. <laughs> just keep getting owned." It was, I, I mean, like n- niche scenario, niche scenario, but it was pretty cool to watch because uh, I was like, "Wow, why don't you just blow that up at any time?" Nope, it's not actually swinging ever, so you can't assume it is a threat. Was someone playing like. <laughs> Rebuke, like he was just getting blown out by a non-attacking grave crawler. Uh, <laughs> no, he had a, he had a blocker. He had a blocker. Okay. A block. Thank you. Yes. All right. Sure. It's like I can't target that guy. He's not attacking. Like <laughs> what? No. I like really narrow cards. That being said, uh, one of our friends played a dispense justice in his board the other day, and we were like, "For real?" He's Ooh. like, "I don't know, man. The list online said to play it. If anybody has them, and he had to." We, no, we had to go was, hunting. We had to go hunting Scott, for dispense it wasn't justice. A list. It was some brew that he had made. And he was like, "Oh, it's really good against uh, Geist." As a player that Ooh. hasn't, a player that hasn't, I was like, I guess I've done Geist anything since Wing Shards was legal. Board, yeah, and they're swinging with just a Geist. Well, you know, Todd, he likes you. to play all Wraths. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm saying like if, reload with the Geist and it's over. You know, if everybody's gonna play hexproof stuff, it might not be the worst. Um, Scotty Max has been talking about this dumb uh, Hexblade deck forever. Jay Smitty has been talking okay, about this deck sure. forever. Who did I say? Scotty Mac. Oh, whatever. They're all the same to me. Mm, oh, that's awkward. <laughs> uh, fucking Canadians. God, Jesus. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah. Have you seen oh, this? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, it's like one shitty Canadian decks the same as the next. Dude, you're from Detroit. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> you're, you're pretty much Canadian. Uh, I'm from the Sioux, basically. <laughs> you're pretty much Canadian. No, I'm. All right. Well, we'll get into that later. Uh, you watch hockey all the time. Canadian, instant Canadian. It's true. You guys won't even go to a game with me. Like, refused. flat out refuse to go I to a hockey I would game with go me. If someone else paid for it. Huh? Oh, so. <laughs> What? God, what? Like, like, that's totally reasonable. It's perfectly reasonable. God, this is this is the kind of treatment I get for being a hockey fan. Internet, somebody back me up. Anybody? <laughs> so anyway, anybody. Moving <laughs> on. Uh, you can play increasing savagery on a guy, and it still gets dispensed justice. So. Come to the Scrubland podcast, next leveling no, okay. the 18 All podcast. The, Smitty, Smitty had posted like a list on Star City um, with uh, the hex blade that he was talking about. Yeah. Where it's just like, it's yeah, he just did that today. It's literally the deck that me and Clearhead thrown together bef- when Innistrad first came out. We wanted to play it at States. Yeah. And the mana was awful. It was so bad. We were like, no, the mana's going to be fine because we've got these Scars Lands. We've got Hinterland Harbors. It's going to be fine. Right. The mantle was ridiculous. It was, it was so just bad. So bad. Like it's like what makes you think that you can go turn one bird or Avicen's pilgrim, turn two guys, turn three, like well, increasing uh, savagery. No, uh, increasing savagery or angelic the, destiny. Yeah, that's the new one. The like, is, destiny like, was the one you were using. Yeah, yeah. my big. But problem, his list plays with both. It plays with like three of each. My big problem was that he. Well, then it's no big deal. It. You have one. You have both of them in your hands, so you got to be able to cast one. Right. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> he he uh, he described it as a uh, to to someone who was being a critic on Twitter that uh, it was a deck that was uh, a green white deck that was splashing blue, but it was actually all about all the blue creatures because you got guys to Saint Traft and Invisible, Invisible Stalker, Stalker, which is where you want all of your cool shit to go. So, so your splash is what you want your first key play to be. Right. That's yeah. really awkward. <laughs> I completely agree. I completely agree. No, uh, I mean, we tested this deck. Like, we built this deck. Almost did you have four card birds card. in yours? We played four birds and four Avacyn's Pilgrims. Uh, Stranglewood Geist wasn't out yet. We were actually playing with a two-drop in that spot. We were playing with Skin Render. Hmm. Uh, not Skin Render. Uh, skin Shifter. Skin Shifter. Skin Render. It's wrong color. Not a two-drop. Yeah. <laughs> also. No, we were playing Skin Shifter because it got so trampled. Bad. Yeah. And we were playing with swords. Uh, That's an interesting. So. Skin Shifter's so bad, though. I've played him. I really have. And I don't. I just. I, he was. What are you talking about? I've been Brian so Kibler had a whole deck with <laughs> base around this. Card. I, well, so, that's why, so that's why it's tearing up Can't all the constructed cues, right? <laughs> Brian Kibler built a deck with it one time. Bad. I refuse to um, agree. I like the card. I wish I could activate its ability more than once per turn. That'd be pretty sweet. If you have to activate it more than once per turn, you're doing it you're wrong. You're doing it wrong? Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it's got it's it's appealing. It's got a lot of good stuff going on. You're appealing. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. All right. Well, I'm just going to head out to the bar then. <laughs> Boom. And I'll catch you guys later. Cast over. <laughs> I just got a big new swig of confidence, courtesy of Chris Casby. Mm. Never burp, mind. Burp. I guess I should stay here. Mm. Something's got to end this cast. Uh, what other sick decks were there? Like what? Uh, so oh, there's. Uh, for, I mean, for there's, which which event? I don't know. For any of for any of it, just in like, standard for well, standard. I mean, like, it was really cool. Baltimore had just like the top five. Uh, the the top eight was like a bunch of different decks. It was yeah. Like, 
uh, a few the, the the high level players were playing blue black control. Um, Isn't it but, cool that that Matt Costa <laughs> literally took his Pro Tour Dark Ascension top eight deck and just sev- just stock seventy five it and was like boom smash like I'm just gonna crush this GP. You don't you don't even know you don't know me. I guess Matt Costa was just so good. Like he was just like oh, we'll test a little bit and he was like. Played probably like three games of his blue black control. He's like, yeah, not an issue. Yeah, seriously, I'll be fine. <laughs> well, not worried about the it. fact that uh, one of the best matchups that uh, a deck can have uh, is the mono white humans deck, or sorry, the, the it's white blue for Moreland Hunt and Geist Saint Trapped is the blue black deck. Uh, that's awesome for him because it's it might as well be the same shit. Land an early threat, have some counter magic. And crush yeah. like your your end game plan is just so dead to any of my top decks. It's really bad. Also, you get to have all of these like really sweet uh, like other drops that happen to disrupt you. Like, really gets awkward. Can we not talk in generalities? Because I don't have any idea what his deck is. Okay, so the uh, what Costa I was doing was playing blue blue eyed Delver. Okay, so yeah, was blue it like Delver. a was it like a very stock list? It was or? old. It was old Delver. It was pre. It was old Delver, was not Esper Delver. That's that was the coolest part. Yeah. It was Delver playing no Midnight Hauntings. Uh, he had switched out the two Midnight Hauntings spots for Thought Scour. So he was all in uh, Invisible Stalker, um, Delver, and Snapcaster. But he didn't have Black? Geists. So he didn't have Black? Nope. Did so, not play so Lingering, Spirits. Play Lingering so Spirits. No Lingering didn't Souls, play the no gold, Midnight Hauntings. The, also no. didn't play the Drug School Captain. Okay. Well, right. Yeah, like, it doesn't that, make sense to play him now. Yeah. <laughs> you already you cut. Don't, him. You don't have to actually say that out loud when you play with no spirit generators. Yeah, <laughs> cut all of his soldiers. It's kind of hard to play the Lord. Uh, wow. Okay, so he just played like really, really old school. Yeah, he's playing two pikes and two swords and a bunch of sorceries and instants. You know, I'll, I'll say that once people started trying to be like, "Oh, I'm just going to replicate Cobbler. I'm going to play these Midnight Hauntings," and they were literally just playing Midnight Hauntings in in the slot like a squad hawk was i was like this is the dumbest shit i've ever seen i'm like this is like not the same card at all you guys are so dumb cool midnight hunting was very cool because it lets you sit back on counter spells yeah and then you could just end step threats but midnight hunting has been dead for a while it hasn't been even used in the list forever in the last forever since since darkest edge came out yeah yeah i mean it feels like forever i mean midnight hunting has been in the list since before dark ascension like when no, Dark from, came no, no, no. From from like a week before Dark Ascension, yeah. they like people were specifically not using Midnight Haunting because uh, it was actually really bad in the mirror. Uh, the thing is, like when when I played when I played uh, Delver and Star City Games Richmond, I played the Midnight Hauntings because people specifically were saying I'm not going to play Midnight Haunting anymore, and just kept walking into it. Like I would just like I would un- I would. Flip a Delver, swing in, and people would be like, well, guess I flipped this Delver. Or even, I didn't get to flip my Delver. Uh, in fact, in my feature match, dude did not flip two Delvers and swung them both into uh, three mana. And I just Midnight Haunting and blocked both of them. It was really awkward for him. I don't know. It's like, that's the thing is... Uh, so nobody was on Midnight Haunting except for you. Midnight Haunting, yeah, because I'm really bad. I'm really bad. Guess who did not top eight that event? Yeah. Not me. I mean, me. Every, every time I hear somebody say, like, somebody bring up this dumb argument about Midnight Haunting versus Lingering Souls, I'm like, guys, just play the Lingering Souls. It's clearly better. Right, it just like, is better. Like, I'm different like, cards. I know, I know they're different cards. I know that the other one, like, they both have pros and cons. But we're talking, like, in this metagame, it just is better. 
the thing about Midnight Haunting is that you get to play your game plan in your opponent's end step. Okay? Okay. So that lets you play it during their end step and put threats on the board that virtually have haste. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's yep. a pretty good thing for a tempo deck to have. Okay? When you're playing tap out control and you're just tap, slamming out effects, you like the person who's playing Ratchet Bomb is like, okay, cool. You have two one one flying tokens. Like you wasted your turn to do this. Mm-hmm. Like Midnight Haunting doesn't make you waste your turn. Midnight Haunting plays into the game plan of what you were planning on doing anyways, which is counter stuff. Okay, so okay. I, so th- that's why the Finkel list stopped playing. They dropped down to two mana leagues because they're like, I don't right. think I'm ever going to play this card. Sure. So right. so explain to me why like you, then you see they're just different game plans. Okay, so then you see a game plan like Shaheen Sarani's control lists pop up where it's it's mostly main phase stuff. It's a lot of planeswalkers and a lot of wrath effects that's still using the lingering souls right. just to. Protect the planeswalkers. It, it's Block. to protect the planeswalkers and to, and to stall for time. Yeah. And because you get two uses out of it, you get a lot of extra time out of it. And yeah, those are slightly different game plans, which which you know is good. It, I guess okay. I guess they're <laughs> greatly different game plans. But we haven't seen a control deck playing Midnight Haunting like that just wants to play in the end step all the time. We haven't seen a deck like that do well at, at all. Well, I mean, so, since before it was the best deck. Oh wait. <laughs> Uh, it was pretty good. It was weird evaluations and like weird like evolutions, like it has, like yeah, like it was in the initial build of Delver. Right. It might have fallen in popularity a bit. It still pops up in lists. I see it. Yeah. No, it it's absolutely funny. pops in lists, and I think that it's still something you got to keep in mind when you're building decks for sure. But it's definitely. Uh, talking to the uninitiated, especially just like random guy in the shop. I, I feel like I have this conversation every single week with some random dude in the shop that wants to argue with me about Midnight Haunting versus Lingering Souls. And they're not they, – they don't even have a concept of what the metagame looks like, and they don't really have a concept of what their deck is supposed to do. I mean, if you don't have a concept of the metagame, you don't have a game plan. Well, obviously, Lingering Souls is just better. <laughs> like, I mean, you just look at the card, and one says three mana, make two dudes. One says three mana, two mana, make four dudes. Like, I mean – Obviously, just better. I'm glad that you but. boiled it down for me. Thank you. <laughs> Boom. I don't, know, I don't know what yeah. the argument was about. The thing is, like, just in this metagame, everyone, a lot of people are really relying on Ratchet Bomb to be very good. And, like, to like when Black White Tokens is a deck that Rob Doherty took to the Pro Tour and people are respecting it, and, Ratchet, and they're just literally just jamming Ratchet Bombs. I even saw a Rogue Gallery, whatever the heck Connolly calls his uh, stupid... TCG player article? No, no, no. Oh. The Channel Fireball. It's like Doctor Deck Doctor. That's what it's called. Okay, sure. Um, he uh, he put he just literally is. You remember Conley Woods run where he had Glissa and Ratchet Bomb, and that was like the cool combo. He just like made a deck that was like this is actually just my deck now. Glissa and Ratchet Bombs. This is like the cool shit. Okay, so do you want do you want and the deserts? It was awesome. Do you want the real interesting story? Conley tests that exact strategy pretty pretty hardcore for the Pro Tour in Hawaii. And then sees the light, realizes that it's not very good, or that he that he didn't have enough time to work on it, is the way he put it. And ended up playing something of like he ended up playing the team deck, whatever the team deck was. No. And then he comes to the GP and he decides to play his uh like his brew. He's like, you know what? Like, I don't think it was good enough for the pro tour. I wanna play a slightly like I wanna play my brew and see if it actually but was the, good. The part and he, plus the, he had some more time to work on. It was like a week or two later. The point of the argument he is still I'm didn't trying, do good. The, the point of the argument <laughs> no, Hawaii, is, didn't he play is that Wolf if, one with white? 
Yeah, yeah but that was the team deck. But his brew, was his like, brew was the Glissa Ratchet. But the team bomb. deck was Wolfron Red or Wolfron or Wolfron Green, Green they, Red. Yeah, they, they they split. Half of them played Wolfron with Elishnorn, and half of them played Wolfron with Wolfmaster. Hunt Hunt so Master, yeah. yeah, the the guys that played the Elishnorns didn't do real well, and the Huntmaster became insane. Now the thing is the the point of the, what I was trying to say was if it's that good to be so that much of an argument, then obviously it's going to be better to play Lingering Souls than Midnight Haunting. I still I just didn't understand like Midnight Haunting. Regardless if you get that two damage in, woo, ye, like yeehaw, like everyone's playing these Ratchet Bombs just literally to smash tokens. It's never two damage. You end step it and then you untap. You play out a pike. You equip it and you swing for like twelve. But the, <laughs> even if it is twelve, you 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 just lose to all these people who are like, I'm not going to crack this ratchet bomb until it's a real threat. I got to take these two da- this two damage all day and just wrath you. Am I wrong? Like that's literally what everyone's game plan is on on ratchet bomb is just like. Beat you on your creatures that are actual threats, and then ratchet bomb away all your. When tokens. I play against old school Delver, I just rack it up to two because I can't beat a Pike. Yeah, well, because you're that's... playing, you're playing ratchet, you're playing um, tumble magnets and wrath effects, okay. and stonehorn dignitary, right? No. Oh, I thought you were playing one of those. I apologize. I should be. Should have. My, my old deck did. Should always. Yeah, that's should what I was always thinking. play I was a stonehorn so dignitary. I didn't even look at your deck when you put it, posted it to Facebook. <laughs> I was like, I know this deck. I've seen it like a million times. <laughs> and then you changed it. I feel like. It. I feel like when you when I you listen to Medicaid, baby. Woo. I feel like when you listen to Chris Casby talk, sometimes you gotta you gotta listen to it through the lens of Chris Casby. You gotta look at it in, in a way that. Oh, so every giant card ever. A retarded <laughs> child would enjoy it. No, that's the way you have to. I'm just it. saying that, like, because you only approach metagames in a certain way. Like, that's not the way that everyone brings their decks to the table. And so sometimes, like, a lot of players nowadays really do just build a list off the internet and, and slam it. And, like, you take advantage of that a lot of times by, by doing that. When we have an argument about, like, lingering or a discussion, because I wouldn't say that was an argument. When, when we talk about, like, pros and cons of lingering souls versus midnight haunting, a lot of players are just going to go with the de facto best card. And that's why we're explaining why, like, sometimes you do this instead of that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, like, I look at I, some I, awful cards. I literally have that conversation every week at the store. I think my worst... All the time. My worst deck that I've ever had that I actually thought about was venturing out um, Black Cleave Vampires. Metal-crafted. Whoa. Whoa. As a wing con. It's pretty serious. It's <laughs> pretty cool. I mean... As for colored metal craft, it's pretty that's, interesting. <laughs> that's a thing you could do. Sure. Tumble Magnet, Max Opal, something. Black Cleave Vampires. <laughs> boom. It's all over. Unbailing rights. Oh, Eight more life swing. Oh. Boom. How much shit does this guy block? Not much. He, he can't. He block. can't block any of it. Blackly vampires just kills him. That guy never enters the red zone yeah. unless they have no creatures on the board. Fair and enough. no white mana. You don't want to get rebuked <laughs> <laughs> or dispensed. You can't afford to get dispensed justice. Nope. <laughs> Only send him in there with mere sire tokens. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh man, see mere sire token. You can't be beat. Nope. This yeah, sounds like man. a deck from last year. Like, Sounds like a deck Casby <laughs> would play. <laughs> Boom. Do you ever, I really feel like sometimes if I just had access to every single card all the time, there are so many decks I would just like be like, hell see, yeah, I'm FNMing with that. Just see the goofy <laughs> thing I sleeved up at work the other day. It's four Bloodline Keepers and two Bloodlord of blah blah blahs. What? Whatever. 
the the mythic vampire from oh, M twelve. Okay, okay. With bloodthirst, whenever a vampire enters the board, it gets bloodthirst three or something. Yeah, like Vazgoth. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Sweet. This is work for you. Check oh. it out. <laughs> Boom. Check out all my two dudes that are five fives now. Boom. Exactly. Oh man, I really would you know love. How good, good it feels to sleep up a child tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Control <laughs> you. Control you. Is that card legal right now? Yeah, absolutely. Is it M12? And that dude gets much better when he has plus one, plus one at first strike. It's a 3-2 first strike and lifelinker. Sleepers, kids. Sleepers. By the way, uh, a, a, a local player, I won't name who, came to game day, and he was he like he showed up and he was like, I don't really have a deck, but I got this binder. And we were like, okay, man. like, And people, people were all like scrounging around for cards anyway. And I was like, honestly, if you don't have a deck at all, just go buy the red event deck. Just go buy like the straight up red event deck with the ink moth nexus and the goblin grenades and like just like blow them out. Just like attack them for a zillion all the time and then throw all your guys because the ink moth nexuses don't make any sense in the deck, but they exist. So you still get value. Like you get value for long term and then you get value for short term because you have a deck to play. And so he goes up there. He drops 25, buys the deck. And then. Proceeds the, to tear it apart. The ter- yeah, the tournament. The tournament's taken a little while to start. It's probably like 20, 20 25 minutes for the tournament to like start. Cause people are like complaining. They're like, "I don't have a deck yet." Blah, 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 blah. So, all right. And he just keeps looking at the deck, and he's like, "Well, this card's not very good. I don't want to play this card." Well, this card's not very good. And like, he just ends up playing black red vampires. And I'm like, "Wait, how did you buy the how'd mono? mono how did you buy the mono red, red event vampires. deck goblin deck and end up playing black red vampires? And the only cards he played was like." The complete sideboard of it, <laughs> and then brimstone volleys and geist flames. Wow! Like it, I was like, so wait, you you told me you didn't have a deck, but apparently you just had every black red vampire. You probably just in the whole format out of the the donation box. <laughs> yeah, just like uh, he donates. Sweet. He didn't do he didn't do very well. No, I, and. I uh, I kind of feel like if he had just played the Goblin Grenade deck, nobody Goblin Grenade gets no respect. Uh, no respect for Goblin Grenade, man. It deals six with that one Goblin with arsonist. Yeah. Yeah. a fucking Titan. One uh, mana takes six. Is it, isn't Goblin Chieftain legal right now? Yeah. Okay, so he, like yes. he should have just jammed four Goblin Chieftains in there, and called it a day. Who's got Goblin Chieftains? Man, who knows what you're talking man, about? You Goblin Chieftain. I've played a lot of Goblin Chieftains. I played a sweet Revelark deck. At the end of the format, I played a Revelark deck that was designed to uh, bring back... Your, it, was, it was supposed to incinerate your Revelark, bring back a Siege Gang Commander and a Goblin Chieftain, and then swing for 11. Oh, I meant to make this deck. It was, really, it was really fun. My Kadatha Rebirth, Scourge deck, High Priest deck. Was Curse of Stock Brace. <laughs> <laughs> that deck has Curse of Stock Prey in it. The Mono Red Event deck? Yeah. No, the deck I was talking about. Kadatha oh. Rebirth on turn one, and then turn two you play Curse of Stockbrae. Boom! Some pretty big goblins. Big game. Hey guys, in uh, in other news, Kadatha Rebirth is still legal in standard. Is it seriously? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> what is stopping us from playing that deck? Um, <laughs> they took away Goblin Bushwhacker. Any, exactly. <laughs> any kind of good card. Surprise. To use with it. Uh, you can use Hellrider with it. Mm, that's could. not the same deck. Mm-mm. Sure it is. Hellrider is just a raid bombardment on a creature. <laughs> a 
costs more. And they played how many raid bombardments in the last list? I don't know. I played like, a lot of raid like bombardments. Seven? I played play so seven. many raid bombardments in my previous Magic Online decks. Can we, can we talk about can we talk about modern real quick? Uh, I have like not played raid modern. bombardment in modern yet. That's that surprise. Surprising. I know. Because uh, he. Uh, he shipped me a list. Would have played, uh, he wanted me to, like, if Furnace I wasn't judging the event this past weekend, he would have asked me to play Furnace Celebration in Modern. He wanted to play Furnace Celebration Modern he real bad. He really, really wanted to. With Greater Good. So exciting for him. Yeah. Um, What's Greater Good? Uh, whenever your guy dies, you draw cards equal to its toughness, but it's each player. I yeah, I think that's the case. Um, I don't know. It It didn't look very good, so we didn't play it. And I actually convinced him not to play it. Too. Who's we? He also wasn't playing that weekend. All right. Well, I convinced him not to play it. You convinced him not, not to, to play, play something he <laughs> wasn't going to play in. Yep. Sure did. Good on you. It, it was actually ya. really easy to convince him not to play. Whoa. Because <laughs> he wasn't planning on playing. <laughs> yeah. It turns out it's very easy. So anyway. <laughs> what do you want to know about Modern? I was just going to say, I, I just love that I judged PTQ that was all eight... Uh, decks in the top eight were all different. Um, brews in modern are way cooler than brews in standard. That's really what it comes down to. That's just what it is. is like, I okay, check this out. Let me just let me blow your minds for a second. How right. about this? Uh, you remember that deck people were playing for a little while? It was uh the Vengevine, uh, v- Dredgevine, Dredgevine was what it was. Remember that? Mm. Uh, how about? If you actually had Dredge in your Dredge Vine deck, like, and then you get to play Shambling Shell, which is a plant zombie, which gets to, which turns on all of your grave crawlers that you flipped over when you dredged it, and then when you play both your grave crawlers out of your graveyard, they activate your Venge Vines. Like, isn't that just the coolest shit? It sounds really cool. It's like it sounds almost really exactly cool. like what I talked about on the podcast like two weeks ago. It also Still sounds like you'll. It also kind of sounds like you get absolutely demolished by any kind of graveyard hate. That's true. Uh, there's, <laughs> well, there's, there's that. There's a bit of hate. I yeah. mean, <laughs> but there's not so much. There's hey, not, I want to play a strategy that makes it unwinnable if you have a Nile spell bomb or a Tormod's crypt or an extirpate or a surgical. Jam your mental missteps, ladies and gentlemen, that you can't play because it's modern. <laughs> Jam your mental missteps. Imagine that. To just the scoop. To your opponent. Yeah. <laughs> Mental misstep? Cool. 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 Yes. Yeah, that card's there. pretty banned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pretty banned. <laughs> so I, I'm not really crazy about the ban list. There was a lot of talk at the PTQ about the ban list. And uh, I keep hearing arguments back and forth on, on both sides. Some people are like, I think this ban list has to exist because the format is completely terrible if it doesn't. Mm. And then the other half of the room is like, if I could just play this card, god damn it, I would love this format so much more, and I think more people would come. Did they get that angry about it? They were like, God damn it. If a I lot of people actually card, god damn it. A lot of people really do actually get a little heated. Yeah, you, you, you end it. up you end up pushing their buttons and telling them they can't play cards. And sometimes there there's some god damn it's thrown. God damn it. Uh damn it. that being said, I think the ban list is there are some cards that do need to be banned. There are some things that were actually too dumb for the format, but they actually have to start taking stuff off of there. And it's be- like, so here's where we're at with the band list. They made a band list to start the format. Just straight up made a band list of cards that we're pretty sure are too powerful. Some of them we know are too powerful, like Artifact Lands, and some of them we're pretty sure are too powerful, like Bitter Blossom or Ancestral. 
Well, and I would really I hate they, to see fairies. There's cards that they knew were too powerful, and so, like Jace and Stoneforge Mystic. Sure, <laughs> yeah. but like it's this it's this big mix of cards. Like some of them haven't ever had a chance to prove themselves as way too powerful for, for the format. I've heard a lot of people say, I wouldn't mind Jace being in my format. It wouldn't be a big deal to me. A lot of people have said that. And are they wrong? I don't know. I mean, Jace was a really fun card to play. It took over a format, for sure. But it also took over a format in conjunction with other things in that format. Like, it didn't have enough pieces to fight it. Maybe you can unban Jace it. Was Maybe you would want to try that. in a world of Bloodbraid Elf, so it was bad. And then when Bloodbraid Elf left, then they're like, oh, I can play Jace again. Yay. And, like, Jace became insane. Oh, wow, imagine that. So, like, now we're back in a format where it's the same way. Uh, here we are, like... Is it too powerful anymore? Do blood braids just have to come back and keep all the Jaces in check? Is this a meta game? Does this is this how it cycles? We never got a chance to find out because the formats always ban Jace. Now I'm gonna be honest. I'm fairly surprised that they haven't banned Manaplasm yet. <laughs> yeah, that card's too good. It's a really big powerhouse. That card's too good. Um, the actual powerhouse of the format right now that uh, Chris Burroughs says, oh well, you know there were eight different decks in the top eight. A lot of those decks centered around getting an Emrakul, the Aeon's Torn, into play. So I'm really concerned about Emrakul just being in the format, as, as this condi- win condition that actually says so many different things on it. That that all basically say you lose, you lose, you lose, you lose, you lose to your opponent. And it, it hurts. There's also that big thing on it that says you yourself lose because he costs 15. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> and, I mean, there are uh, uh, decks have been taking advantage of it in so many different ways. There's there's the Wind Brisk Heights. There's the Through the Breach. There's the Summoning Trap. There's just the Straight Tron. There's the Instant Speed Reanimation, which I even saw at this tournament. That one didn't happen to do very well, but, like, yeah. it's definitely... A th- it was the like the fact that you can footsteps and Emrakul was pretty cool. It was cool. like War emissaries for uh, uh, that thing. Um, it was really crazy. Uh, I really am not pleased by the fact that there are so many decks using so many different ways to put the same card into play, and it's not because those decks can't exist. That like, I love the fact that there are so many different ways to do one thing. The fact that one thing is all those decks want to do is the problem itself. And I feel like the further we walk down this road, someone's like we're going to eventually develop the best way to put that guy into play. There will probably be right right now we have what? A white blue a white blue Urzatron deck and a red blue Urzatron deck. As well as other well, there's a lot of other ways to like there's, there, there's also there's this, two other ways that we mentioned there, on this cast. There's a win there's a Windburst Heights version that's putting it out too. Uh, I think I think that of those three decks, that's three different ways to put the exact same card into play that just ends the game immediately. And if you if you take the cues from where Wizards is at with their banned list and the reasons that they've banned cards in the past, this follows suit. The card isn't fun. It attacks once and the game is over. That pretty much says to me that like there I I I had things in my hand that I could do to try and stop it. But because it said so many different things on it, like, I can't target it. I can't counter it. It doesn't say you can't target it. 
you can't target it with colored spells. Right, correct. So, yeah, you can Pestermite it, which is, you can Pestermite and Deceiver Exarch are the most common ways to, to, to get an extra turn. Like, there are, there are ways to, like, stop from losing to this thing. I don't want to just go on a witch hunt for Emrakul here, but I really feel like the format is in some ways suffering because that guy is really hard to beat. And it's more, it's more over to the fact that you can play an Olamog and it would be just as good. It would be more fair. That guy's still indestructible. So I mean, you're like, what you're saying is exile that rampant they're going to, you want them to ban more things. So I like, kind of do. We, they should ban Emrakul. Oh, like, they should also ban the infinite life combo. Oh, and the infinite damage combo. Right. I mean, they should just ban everything that's somewhat playable. Right. Like, then you're just going to get, like, this group of fucking awful casual players who are sitting around yelling at the other player across the table because they came up with a combo that was too good. I don't think that that's the case. I think, I think that, that's exactly what that's, that's pretty I think that's much what modern well, has been since they developed the well, format. Well, Chris, let me let me say this. That the... the they're trying to get it to a stable point is is what they've been is is the reason they've had to bl- ban things like uh blazing shoal because that card was a little imbalanced when it was just creating turn two wins well let me put it to you this way i believe your point is a little bit it's close to to what wizards actually wants to do but not exactly now wizards wants to make a fun format but they don't care how the fuck we kill each other as long as we are killing each other on past turn four or at turn four. It's a turn four format. That's what they're looking for, right? Well, Signet into turn four through the breach is the quickest way to end a game. It has to be through the breach for Emrakul. Now, for you to actually have Thirst for Knowledge on turn three or done whatever on turn three, because Thirst for Knowledge is actually like the most common way to do it, like, and then find your Emrakul and your through the breach and kill them on turn four without a counterspell, that's so... Because... Now, the reason I'm using Blue Red Tron as your, my example is because it's like uh, it's like the coolest deck for me. I think it's like the shit. It was awesome to watch all day. And that's like really – it's really fast. It's consistent. And yeah, it, it gets there a whole bunch. It actually won that PTQ. But the thing is there's also three other ways that I saw in this tournament to get Emrakul into play. Who cares? And the thing is I also watched a game where Emrakul uh, – smashed on turn six and did not kill his opponent or lock him out of the game in any way i also watched an opponent uh get smashed on turn six multiple times where he actually did get locked out of the game but the thing is like there are there's interactions it doesn't actually end the game like it there are ways to recover like everything is huge it's a huge battle from there i'm just worried i like i'm willing to let this whole ptq season play out without a banning I like, and you know You're what? Willing. That's You're fine. Willing. That's fine. Like, as the head of R and I, I really am. Like, I like it'll be, it'll be fine. I mean, I've got a lot of clout. I could probably just walk over to Wizards and be like, "Ban Emrakul," and they'd do it. Yep, I'm kind of a big deal. Uh, it, it, I think that this is a card to watch, and that honestly, a I mean, lot. It's a card a, to watch because it's going to kill you. Oh, watch it smash you in the face. A lot of players are concerned about this. The people that are actually playing in the events, the people that I talked to during the day, a lot of them had their tournaments ended by Emrakul. And in in a way, in a way that wasn't fun. No, in a way that wasn't fun. And it's really never fun to get hit by Emrakul, but the, it's it's all about the ways to cheat it. It's not the, about the Emrakul casting itself. Like, Blue White Drawn is the only deck that I saw that ever casts itself. And it takes forever to do so. And it is absolutely beatable 
I mean, a, a white-black tokens deck made it to the top eight based on the sole fact that they just jammed four tectonic edges. And he picked apart the Tron all day long. Like, right. Tron itself is beatable. And, I like, uh, we, we were talking about fast mana decks uh, as well. And fast mana decks, I feel like, are in a decent place at, the, at this moment. Like, Cloud Post, I'm kind of happy it got banned. It was strangling out control decks. Yeah. Um, the Urzatron is a classic control archetype. And, right. And now we're seeing, you know, the blue, white, and the blue, red come back around as this actual control archetype. It's interesting. That being said, I promised some people on Facebook that I would talk about my experiences at the PTQ. Um, do it, do it. If, Tell me all about your Grixis de- deck that you played. Uh, so I kind of have a little bit of a brew. It's, ba- it's based on a deck that top aided out in Washington State um, that had some numbers that were really, really suspect. Uh, I, I cleaned up the deck a whole lot and tuned it more for an actual metagame. The deck that it was based on, just it was all twos and ones of everything. And so we, we cleaned that up a whole lot. And basically all it's designed to do, it's a Delver deck. It's a Delver deck in red, gri- red black, blue that plays Confidant, and there's been a lot of hype about Serum Visions now that Preordained and Ponder are banned, that, you know, if you want to flip this Delver, you play Serum Visions now. It says draw a card, and then scry two. So your next turn, you should be able to flip your guy. Um, it's pretty consistent. It, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I don't want to play Serum Visions. I just, I don't like the card. Um, Delver, as as a card itself speaks to me as a very aggressive card that really just wants to smash all the time. So instead of playing a Serum Visions, I want to play a Magma Jet, which is a two-mana deal two damage and scry two at instant speed. Um, right. Is this the absolute best burn spell you can play in this format? No, but it does do exactly what you want it to do in the deck, which is set up a, set up a draw so that you can flip for Delver, uh, draw for Dark Confidant, and you know still get your guys through. Uh, it's playing Vendillion Cleeks and Sidraxa Spectres, which uh, Sidraxa Spectre was a little... He was decent. A lot of people were super happy I was playing him. Every time I showed the deck to somebody, they're like, oh, you have this guy? This guy's the best! Because uh, he really is just hippie with Unearth, and that gives him haste, so like, you're gonna get a card from him at Boom. some point. Not um, it, no, it's... Hippie was random. Oh, was Hippie right. random? Hippie okay, was random. Okay, they get to choose. Um, the the prices we pay. He's also a three two, so you know the prices we pay. Uh, a lot of people were super happy I was playing him. Uh, I kind of feel like if the Tron decks are gonna be the way they are, especially after seeing like a black white tokens do really well with tectonic edges, I might just switch him up for a Fulminator Mage. I really might like screw it. I <laughs> I think that uh, I think that if you're just gonna play some land destruction, why not you know. Get your value out of it too. Um, what value do you get out of Fulminator Mage? He's a gray ogre. <laughs> I mean, like I could play a Molten Rain, but that that would not be a creature. So, I mean, maybe maybe I just make him Molten Rain. Just play with Avalanche Riders. <laughs> uh, you can't play Avalanche Riders. You play Dark Confidant. It's too, it's, no, it's too much. It's too much damage with Confidant. So uh, you don't you don't want to you don't want to lock yourself into that. Um, you know, goblin, it just, ruin blaster. It just happens. Boom. Um, Boom. What a cool card. Yeah, Bro, love that nice. card. I mean, I could I could play some oldies, but some goodies. Uh, I ended up going four and two. 
the deck was really good against other creature decks. It absolutely demolished them. I beat a Delver deck. I beat a uh, Malira Pod deck. I beat the the Bant deck that me and Casby brewed with Geist and Sovereigns of Alara. It was almost the exact same deck that we had played. New Age and, Mythic, uh, Next Level Mythic. Yeah, it turns out that guy uh, like didn't do well at the tournament. Oh, <laughs> I think he ended. Up, I think he finished like two four. Um, also, I had like forty percent breakers at the end of the day. Which put me in 20th place outside of the uh, prize, prize support. support. By the way, the prize support of this event was insane, wasn't okay, it? Okay, so i got to give props to Star City for finally... Maybe it was just this one event, but I've been to PTQs where... I've been to eight-round PTQs. Where the top where, 16 didn't get hit. Where they literally just gave prizes to the top eight, and that's it. Right. And this tournament had prizes out to the top 16... And it was and, a really, really good price. Uh, half, a box, half a box. Half a box for everyone 16 through 8th place. Like, and then, Star City is trying to promote this format, I think. I, maybe. Wait, 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 wait. How much did you have to pay to enter this thing? 25. 25. Standard, standard PTQ price, 25. Yeah. yeah. It's a and it was a, it was a 57 man event. Like, it, like, making the top 16 was pretty easy, actually. I just, I happened to miss on breakers because my opponents were really bad donkeys oh god i hated my opponent that's so how bad. good his deck is like, is he only beat bad people i only beat bad people no i lost to a bad player too it's the worst like <laughs> it's even worse when you just lose the to a bad breakers. player the worst yeah, to beat is, bad players all day and then i lost to bad players uh, too uh, the we, worst we, we won't ever. go there i almost had to issue a fucking uh miss <laughs> unsportsmanlike conduct minor at the at the pgq so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna step away from that comment because <laughs> please i've gotten a couple of those i mean my sometimes yeah. your opponent needs to know how bad they how are. bad they are right jesus sometimes you've got to cool off and walk around the convention center a couple times yeah. and if sometimes you, you just have to realize it, it's a good thing that you that walk you away just so lost quickly to the worst player in the world maybe it's not them <laughs> i will not i will not name this player and i will not uh give him a hard time but <laughs> i'll give him a hard time no, you know, I, eyeball I, I, at the not, table. <laughs> not, not on the podcast, but but uh, no, you, it's a really good thing you walked away so quickly. I'm just saying. I haven't flipped the table over in Magic the Gathering yet. Not yet, but God, do I really? I really want to. I want to go to a different. I want to like take a DCI number that I just make and just like flip a table somewhere. Go to a like, Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh man, I'll never, I'll never play Yu-Gi-Oh again in my life. You played Yu-Gi-Oh! before? I'm never going to play this game again. Boom! <laughs> Pokemon. God, find me a Pokemon tournament. I'll flip the table on some little kids. Oh, Boom. man. God, I, want, I want to make a scene of it. I want to throw my deck across the room and everything. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, blah. Oh, I would sleeve a deck just to throw yeah, it across the room. yeah. Yes. Act like I'm a professional player. No, have oh, no yeah. idea what I'm doing, and then just get so angry when some five-year-old beats me. Gee, how do I do this? Boom. Flip a table. Um, I hear that you have to play all your instants at sorcery speed, except they're actually instant speed, except they're actually sorcery speed. That makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. That's welcome to Yu-Gi-Oh. That's <laughs> that was kind of how it was explained to me. All I know is so, there's there a creature go. that can hit you, and you can't draw cards the next time after it hits you. So if you don't have an answer to it, you're just <laughs> you dead. Just die. You just die. You, like, you just take one forever. Worst card of magic. Ah, oh, worst game ever. Mm, really, really mm. fun game. 
And because of the way Yu-Gi-Oh works, it's I was, free. I will say that I will say that I was really, really scared when they debuted werewolves. And then as debuting werewolves, they were like, Where'd you get the sweet idea for werewolves? And they're like, Well, first of all, Tom Lapeel came by the, oh. the office. And he was like, guys, there's this really sweet Japanese game that we made that that made these flip, that, that made these flipping cards that was really cool. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. Oh boy. Like <laughs> magic is tight magic also, is ruined. World of Warcraft <laughs> flippy cards. Yeah, um, that's true. That oh, truth? do they have those too? Yeah. No, yeah. they they choose any card as a land. Yeah. Well, sure. well, no, they also have your hero. That's true. Does he have a backside? Yeah, he does cool. have a backside. So like, magic is the last game to get this technology, apparently. And you know what? I'm glad that they waited this long and waited for all these other games that inevitably crash and burn anyway right. to test it out first. Because that shit was risky as hell. Just saying. Yeah. And they still took the most conservative route possible on Transform cards, Did right? No, no, hey, Almost that, every single one of them has the exact same condition. That's how bad that World of Warcraft is. Is uh, we, we were playing... Do you remember MTG Grudge Match? At uh, yeah. the little like Philadelphia event, sure. We were also playing like it was like uh, World of Warcraft Nationals was in the same space, and it was about as big as MTG Grudge Match for Nationals. For Nationals, and it was like n- I don't know, hundred players. Stop the tape! This kid needs to be locked away. Get it, Doctor Dre! Don't just stand there, operate. Cool. All right, I don't want to talk about these topics anymore. Chris uh, Burrows, let's do, let's do viewer things. Why don't you hit? Let's... Why don't you hit me with some uh, feedback? All right, I'm hitting you. Hit me with some feedback. I we got sh- so much feedback this God, week. Ridiculous! Can you believe we did it? Because we did it like well before the podcast. Instead of five we, minutes, before. instead of you. five minutes before, we're like, why doesn't anybody <laughs> give us feedback? We're recording in seven minutes, guys. All right, well, we're just gonna start the show. Maybe they'll all do right. it while we're on the show. Talk to me about uh, black white tokens in modern. Black white uh, tokens in modern is super good. Uh, I really like. The things that that deck does, I think that Raise the Alarm is a long-forgotten card. It's basically Gather the Townsfolk, but it's instant speed. It doesn't have Papal Hour. Boom. That card's super good, um, especially with... Uh, I've seen decks that just play Intangible Virtue in Modern, and guess what? It's What still, deck is that? It's Black White Tokens. Oh, okay. It's Black White Tokens. Basically, you want to play four, four different token producers. I've seen uh, Lingering Souls, Gather the Townsfolk... Um, Spectral Procession, and then Promise of Bunrai was the one that I saw. Bunrai. Which is a three-mana enchantment. When a guy dies, you sack the enchantment, and well, you get let's four not spirit about tokens. Master's Call. Um, th- I mean, there is a, <laughs> there's a bunch of them that you can play. Those are the four that Join I saw. Uh, I still really like it. Also, I think that the guy that top-aided in Richmond was absolutely right. Jam four Tectonic Edge is in that deck because you're black. Like, you don't need black for very much. Uh, like you, you need Soren and some removal spells, and maybe like a Nile spell bomb out of your board. But you don't really need the black. You're mostly a mono white token beatdown strategy. So mm-hmm. I think what that, that deck, deck seems good is play with Windbreak kites and Emrakul. Uh, you can still do that. Boom, absolutely, <laughs> and just jam that in there too. I was gonna say Boom. that every time I say it. All right, let's just get super Boom. lucky. Next question. Boom. Uh, how do we prop- properly stop traffic on the way to events? Um. See, I don't know what you mean. There was this one time where me and Daniel Sale pushed each other into traffic in Philadelphia. Uh, we kind of had this like hands on each other's shirt collars type we just, moment like, we're just, where we were spinning in circles. Right. And uh, I was like, I'm going to throw you in traffic if you don't let go. And he was like, you're coming with me. Yep. And then uh, we kind of did this spin move into the middle of the street. Yep. But and then there, it was. There were cars. Like, it, But it was like 10 at night. So there was like one car on the road. Yeah. 
and he just looked at us funny. Yep. Uh, oh, well, no, we also spent the next block pushing each other real hard, and then when we got to the end of the next block, I just you just tried to push me into traffic, and then which it was looks, pretty good. And then it looks like I got a herpy because you burned me with your cigarette. That's true. I did punch you On in the face mouth. with a cigarette in your mouth. God. It was pretty awesome. You guys are drunks. <laughs> <laughs> next question. Um, kiss my ass grudge matches. So I'm going to tell a little story. Tell a little story. That's a good story. This needs to be a very little this story. This isn't even like a really funny story. This isn't it's even a, that good. It, it's a good story. Okay, just it's go not. to the end. Of, just go to the end of the story. So, uh, you final, want you want a game of magic? Of a, finals of a fun draft. Won a three out of five game. Except the uh, stipulation at the beginning of the game was, uh, do you want to make it a kiss my ass grudge match? And I don't know what that is. Except he explained it to me. You have to kiss the other man's ass through the pants if you lose. So I beat him three zero. And I have a video and a picture of him. Um, by the way, through the pants is just like it's not who even, the fuck cares. Right, right, right. Exactly. I mean, we need nasty ass. Like, like I should have pulled my bathed in two days. I should have like, given him the sweat. full. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yep. No. I. Yeah. I mean, Casby would have made him gargle his balls. I'm just saying. All right. Next question. Before um, it gets two more, two two more lewd. We we need the next question. Two more lewd. <laughs> two more lewd. Two more lewd. Two lewd crew. I. Uh, Someone wants to hear you read the the French rights deck list and then rant. Um, basically, I hate all Birds of Paradise deck lists. They it, any deck that has Birds of Paradise in it, I just automatically but what, hate. What if they attack for two? because your draw step <gasps> like your draw steps what are always the worst. Ten? Your draw steps are always the worst when you play a Birds no, of no, Paradise no, no, no. deck because sometimes is, you draw Birds of Paradise and you hate your life. No, no, no. this is how good the, no. the French rights deck is. Mm-hmm. That when you mulch or you when you play Trackers Instincts. You're actually wanting to hit Birds of Paradise and Avacyn's Pilgrims. That's right. how good that deck right. is. Um, I'll say that, like, that's, I, I think that's cool. cool. I played this deck. I tested with it a whole bunch. And you know what? Uh, it's a fine deck. It seems super good until you played it in actual tournament games where your opponent gets to sideboard. And then it gets real bad. You jam four mental missteps. Because I'm not actually lying about this one. And you're just like, hit all the hate. Surgical oh, extraction. I just remember aside my opponent. And then you're just like, oh, memory side, and I was like, yeah, this people looks good. Yeah, this card's good. Ooh, are you on the play? Because yeah. otherwise, you just get hit by the turn four. I'm or the turn control three. deck. Uh, okay. I killed Elishnorn four times one game. Jesus. <laughs> nice life. Deck is okay. You, I'm sure you also tapped it like a million times through tumble magnets. <laughs> Kaboom. Deck isn't awesome anymore. It was really good for one to two weeks. Uh, Next question. Will Magic Slur be around in ten years? Yes. Easy question. Yeah, probably. Uh, werewolves in Standard? Uh, no. Werewolves in Modern. Aether Vial? Boom. Don't even play cards and they flip. Kabam! Kabooms! I'm so excited about this. Um, <laughs> sure. I mean... Except I, that it's not that good. Like you could okay. only, I guess you, you do it on your turn. You end, do it during your end step. You just, I don't know. You like you play yeah. it. Like, it's not even actually that good. You end step it on your turn so that you didn't play it. Dispel that turn. You play it, and then, then it flips during your opponent's upkeep. Mm, yeah. And so, you also play counter spells because fuck it. Because mice. Because <laughs> mice. Because best. Because um, you are the best around. Uh, no true or false, I've played Wolfbitten Captive in Modern. Whoa. False. Uh, true. true or false, you should not have I played Wolfbitten Captive in mm, Modern. Right. Well, true. Uh, true or false, it got cut immediately. Oh, good. Okay, good. <laughs> because it turns out that card is not a combo with the format in general. <laughs> like, the, the, I'll play this Wolfbitten Captive. Oh, check it out. It flipped. 
I'll play the Snapcaster. Yeah, it was it was real bad. Flash guy, whatever. I tried. I'll just play this guy as an ambush vampire. I tried. Real. Next question. Grand Prix Andy is 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 it's legacy. It's legacy. We've had a blood pact to not talk about legacy. Someone asked us talking about we're doing we're not doing that. Sorry, home. We're not doing it. Um, like I watch a bunch, but it's just I just no. cannot call. Sorry, the bro, yeah. Although, if I may share a very sh- short story, nope, you can't. Next uh, question. There was a nope, guy, move on, move on. Nope, move his on. name is Drew Levin. Yep, that's he a said, guy that plays Legacy. Yep, he told me. I gave him a bro hug at every single event. Yeah, that's about the extent of my Legacy knowledge. I'm hoping it keeps rubbing off on me. Rub, no, Drew Levin hugs do not do not give you enough. <laughs> no, I'm like, hoping that DC, uh, <laughs> Drew Levin rubs them off. God, oh, if yep, I, no, if that's I, yep. That that sounds like it about sums it up. Seriously, let's move on. Please, the show's getting long. We're gonna run up on time. We gotta right. go. Uh, there is a there is a suggestion here that we have to do an entire cast on. There is no way we can talk about this right now. Um, Nathan Fillion, Reasons. Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion. I like Nathan I don't even Fillion. Know who Nathan um, Fillion is those muscles? He's the guy from Firefly. That chiseled jaw. Uh, I don't know what that means. Oh my what? gosh, that those, show. He's got classic American good looks. I thought Firefly was a drink. It's also a show. They don't drink Firefly. Um, he's also on the show, from so. he's also from Castle, a really bad CSI knockoff, but it's also awesome because Nathan Fillion is on it. Um, hobos and security guards, uh, and we're just getting trolled from here on in. Okay, sweet. So that's another episode. Also, Ravnica draft. Uh, gotta gotta pimp it. Uh, we have the Charles League pre- uh, presents drafting with Scrubland 2012 Invitational Ravnica. All this stuff. Yep, uh, and it's coming up pretty soon. It's going to be on Saturdays uh, at the Time Capsule oh, in Saturdays? Richmond. Hang on, stall. Stalling really hard. No, me dig Um. So uh, we have, like I said, uh, the Charles League presents uh, Ravnica. Blah 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 blah. And uh, we're so the uh, first four events are going to be starting. I think. This Saturday, uh, but that's what I'm. But <laughs> gross <laughs> farts on the internet. Come on, you come on, man. <laughs> Who farts on the internet? That's all I want to know. Who farts on the internet? I've seen you fart on the internet before. Jeez, what a world! <laughs> what a world! Farts so, on the internet. Oh. So we finally God, got. What a we, terrible so smell. Chris Burrows, thank you for stalling with some irrelevant <laughs> drunken tournament information. It's that, an awesome tournament. I want to be there. I'm going to be there. We're all going to be there. It's not irrelevant at all. Also, it's Charles League. I don't know where I'm. Also, we may die. Look, we could die on a nightly basis. I do not know where I'll be. Also, I don't know how dead you'll be. Because I mean, I don't think I've ever been to that house without binge drinking. So, yep. But we love it. I mean. I basically go there with an expectation to not I come back alive. I apparently go over there with an expectation to spill shit on his pool table or his uh, poker table. So kaboom! Hey, oh, dick! Yeah, I know. All right, so it's been like four times now. Uh, during that time, I've had to come. I've had to come up with an emergency beer of the week. This is root beer. Uh, it is not root beer. <laughs> uh, but I just realized that we were about to end the show, and I hadn't done one yet. Uh, this is Chimay. Uh, Chimay makes a couple different types of beer. Um, they're brewed in an abbey, uh, which I guess I don't know what it is about the Catholics and priests, but they're always like the heel, the drunk in whatever like comedy type thing on the movies. Like, what's up? What's up with priests being drunks? 
monks um, like like monks and priests are different. I'm what saying little boy okay. Bottoms? Well, I'm saying like if like they're not allowed to have sex with women, but they're allowed to just like get their asses Absolutely. drunk do, as fuck. Do Catholics have monks? I don't know. Mm, I don't think so. I don't think well, so. Well, who, who lives in an abbey? Who lives in the Scour Mountain Abbey in Belgium? I don't know who lives in abbeys. I, I assume it's monks. Yeah, I don't think they're Catholic. Though. Okay. Well, do the monks get drunk? Are they, is that is that cool? Yeah, monks. A lot of monks they do can't spiritual talk, so they stuff. Get Are they getting drunk as fuck? I don't know. If if I was getting drunk as fuck, but I'd taken a vow of silence, I don't know how I could do it. Wasn't there? I feel like I'd have to slip up, man. That, like, invented that invented wine. Beer? Wine? No. No. It was way. like yeah, no like way. it was like fermented grapes that he grew in his. I don't remember. I cannot tell you the story because I don't know it. No, wine was invented by a prisoner <laughs> in Tulsa. There was some toilet. Didn't the monk, didn't the monk inter- didn't invent, just, the in- invent the internet? He invented, yeah, anal sex, too. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Well, look, you can't have sex with women, so. Right. That's Right. Yeah. Well, my behind's been broken for how long? <laughs> wow. Joking. I'm just going to let that, I'm going to let that one hang. Um, anyway, Chevet has a couple different behind. kinds. This one is called the uh, Paris Trapastes uh, Ale. It's a tripel. Um, it's a triple. It's a triple. Um, triple dimple? Triple dimple. I don't know. It's 8% by volume, and my snap judgment on it, after just drinking it right now, it's pretty decent. Um, I like. It's actually tasted really incredibly good. It's a triple. It tastes a lot like most triples. You were like, oh, this has got germs on it. I'm going to wipe it off this in has, my armpit. This has germs on the bottle. Let me wipe this off in my sweaty armpit. Mm, thanks. This, this is, this is right. like two shirts over. Well, I guess I'm... you just bought this beer because I can't drink it anymore. Uh, thanks a lot, Chris Burroughs. That was really cool. You're welcome. Um, thanks for the beer. Would you like to stare? Well, if you could sterilize the bottle for me again, maybe I would drink some more. Oh, yeah. Put your nasty breath all over it. Thanks a ton. Um... I'm gonna give this uh, uh, three shimmies out of four. Ooh, a shimmy and a shake. I don't know how to give. I don't. I don't know what. what how do you give it a silence? Like I. I want to. I want to give it like a silence. I want to give it like a. Mute. Oh, like a rest. I, I want to give it like, give a, like a, a moment of silence. I want to give it like a mute. You can give it a number of moments of silence. All right, I'm gonna give it like a 15 second moment of silence. Um, no, what was the thing that we saw? We we learned it on you don't know Jack. Like a moment is like. One and a half seconds or something. Yeah. Like that. What was second. it like? A moment, like a moment. I think you got it like exactly. Like ninety seconds. Yeah. A moment yeah. is a measure of time. Yeah. And right. like dark ages. Cool. Well, it's getting a moment of silence because you don't know Jack is is the actual rating for this beer. Um, sorry that I kind of uh, rushed that one on us guys. Uh, the, the the end of the show kind of snuck up on me here. Um, yeah. Well, you rush us to the end of the show, and then you're like, oh, shit. Oh, God, fuck. Oh, oh God, I had to drink this beer after I drank how many beers. All right. So that's going to do it. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. We got to um, do a new... snap judgment of this beer after God. being really drunk. It's Whatever. somewhat good. Mm, it's somewhat good. Uh, it's actually it's actually really, really delicious. Yeah, it's dark and yummy. Um, this, this is probably one of the better beers we've had on the cast. I'm not doing it justice. It's pretty uh, good. But... Uh, something I've heard on other casts lately because I started listening to other podcasts. Whoa, again. whoa, 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 whoa. Um, We don't do that here. <laughs> do you got any final thoughts? Do you have anything you want to end the show with? Oh. Oh, because other podcasts do that? I guess so, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Emmercool is cooler than cool. All right. 
I don't I'm think take that, your word for it. Uh, this is my prediction. They're not going to ban Emrakul. Yeah. They're, okay. they're also not going to unban Jace. They're not going to unban Jace. Right. I, I feel like Jace's days were numbered the moment they announced this format. The, like, he did too much damage, unfortunately. Jace actually never did damage to anyone. Yeah. Literally no damage. Yeah, that's true. He but. did remove their whole libraries from the game. No damage. <laughs> just a little awkward. Just turned on their laboratory maniac wing cons. Can we just make like a blanket rule? Is it like I feel like I want to do an average like game text and see like of the the more text that's on a card, the better it is. That's what that's 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 where I want to be. Lightning wanna, bolt. I, lightning bolt's pretty good. That has very little text. Yeah, it has like the least text. Yeah. So it either has like the absolute minimum number of words on it, like destroy all creatures. That's a pre- that's pretty good. Or destroy all lands. Like it either that's has that good. or it has more words than you can imagine on it. <laughs> and I mean, like uh, one of those, <laughs> yeah, like one of those, like dread return. You know how many words dread return has on it? Turns out it's still a really good card. So you know. Uh, that's my thought. They reprinted that card. Yeah. Very Same card. So good. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Except Dread Return is free. So, you know. I'm very alright. It's pretty free. Mm. Somewhat free. It's cheap if, as free. If, 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 if free is like four, I still maintain Leyline of Sanctity is the best position card in the entire format. It is as cheap as free. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm going to be in Roanoke for the double PTQ weekend. Sucks to be This weekend. Boom. Uh, That is where I'll be. Um, I'm either going to be sleeping in my car or with Matt Gargiulo. Or with Matt Gargiulo in my car. Um, (laughs) That isn't happening. You know, (laughs) one of those three things will be true. Matt Gargiulo, you want to get drunk? (laughs) Why? The back seats of my car fold down, man. It's like, oh, it's like a, you can lay, you can stretch out. I'm trying to make my uh, car not lie as much. My podcast. I just want to, I just yep. want to show, I just want to show it to you. <laughs> like, just, I mean, climb in. It's really roomy. Recline, recline. <laughs> what is Coney twenty twelve? Oh, hey guys, uh, if you want to find us on our social media sites and you want to listen to us say really cool shit when we're not on the podcast. Find us on uh, Facebook, uh, Scrubland Podcast. Find us on Twitter, at ScrublandCast. Or just email us personally. We'd be happy to talk to you. Uh, ScrublandPodcast at gmail.com. Honestly, Twitter us. We, we're, we're big on the Twitters now. Tweet on our sh- We Twitter are so face. big on the Twitters now. We, we, were, we resisted it for a long time, but we now did. we love the Twitters. Yeah. Chris Burroughs is always on that shit. I love he the, is I, constantly on that shit. I love the tweets. It's like I'm an addict. And it's not just like. It's not just like. It just is. It's actually, I are an addict. I love watching. No metaphors. No. Metaphors. I love no. <laughs> watching you guys talk. Real name, no gimmicks. Yep. Scrubland cast on Twitter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs>